0: Recorded live. Letters of the Bible. We use the King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. As we study this letter to the Romans by Paul, we're in chapter 13. We just completed last time. An overview of the previous twelve chapters. Paul's going through a process of letting the Roman Christians know about becoming a Christian, what to do as a Christian, um, about Israel and the Jews, which are trying to get the Christians to follow the law to be part of the kingdom of heaven. And Paul is instructing us, and he's instructing the Christians in Rome. So, I want us to take a look at chapter 13. Now, a lot of people, believers, have a problem with some of the stuff that Romans 13 says And we'll go over that after we read it. I want to read chapter 13, and then we're going to take a look at it. Romans 13, verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordination, I mean the ordinance of God. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. O man, o no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not be a false witness, thou shalt not covet, And if there be any other commandments, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time, to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we bleed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day,
1: not in rioting,
0: drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Wow. Chapter 13. Interesting, you see, Paul is trying to get the believers to understand their responsibilities so that the Roman believers, and of course we know uh, who was the leader of the, world at the time? Rome. So, the Roman people that lived in Rome, guess what? They had to understand, and that's why Paul, led by the Holy Spirit, was letting them know about the leaders of this world. That's right. You see, Christians take this, Romans 13, and they say that Paul is talking about religious leaders, as in the Pharisees or the Sadducees or that kind of nonsense. No, it's the governing body of the world. It's the government. Okay? It has nothing to do with religion, it has nothing to do with the religious leaders, and that has nothing to do with the Jews, it has to do with Rome being the government, okay, leading the world. So, but you see, they don't get that, they don't understand that, and so when you talk to them, they say that they don't need to obey the government. Well, let's take a look. Romans chapter 13, verse 1, is pretty straightforward. It says, let every soul be subject, that means, under service, unto the higher powers. You see, the word higher powers means the governing powers. That means the government, okay? Whoever's running the city you live in, the town you live in, the country you live in, the world you live in, the governing body, the government, okay? So, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. So, if you have a country, for example, that their laws say they don't want Christianity taught in their country, did you hear me? If you have a country that says they don't want Christianity, Christianity taught in their country, that's a law. When you go to that country and break their law and try to get Christians, believers, out of that country, meaning convert people into Christianity in secret, because you can't do it out in the open, because guess what? It's against the law. When you do that, you're going against God. God is not saying, go to different countries, and if they say, don't have Christians, break the law and go and make Christians anyway. If they say, we don't want Bibles in this country, bring the Bibles in anyway. No, sorry, Christians, you're going against God, okay? And you're working for the devil. you understand Working for the devil. Get out of the countries that it's against the law to teach and preach about Christianity, or giving out Bibles, or setting up churches. Okay? Get out of those countries because you're breaking the law. All right? Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power. No power, no government, no law concerning the government's ideas of what they want as a law, but of God. God has put them in power. So if that's what they want to do, then guess what? Then go to some place that allows you to follow the Christian beliefs and have Bible studies, and have church, and read the Bible. Leave where you are, and go to another place. It's that simple. Don't break the law. So God's the one that put those governments in power. Now, that being said, let's take a look at some other things that Christians like to do. They don't like laws that are said. We just had one. You can't be a Christian. You can't have Bibles. You can't. Well, they don't like those laws, so they don't care about those laws, so they don't follow those laws. Well, that's not what the Bible's telling you to do. It's telling you to follow the laws, okay? If the country you're in doesn't like Bibles, get out. So, what other laws do Christians have a problem with? Here in America, The government makes up laws. Just recently, the Supreme Court decided that homosexuals could marry. Boys can marry boys. Girls can marry girls. And the Christians are all upset about that. Sorry, that's the government. The Supreme Court is a part of the governing body in this country. And it is the government, okay? So that's the law. Mind your business. Let them do what they want. It doesn't matter what the laws say. There is no, con- no law in this country that says you can't be a Christian, that you can't go to church, that you can't gather. Actually, we have uh, the Constitution that protects us to be able to gather together. So guess what? Stay out of this nonsense. Do God's work and stay away from politics. Stay away from politics. Do God's work and stay away from politics. You understand? If you are involved in politics, trying to fight the law, trying to fight the government, you are working for the devil. You're working for Satan. You are against Jesus Christ. You are against God. You are against the kingdom of heaven. Get out of the politics, Christian. So let's continue here in Romans chapter 13. You think it's a a coincidence that we're in Romans 13 and the Supreme Court just did what it did? Plus, it said something about you can't have the Ten Commandments on government property. Okay, so what? That doesn't say we can't have the Ten Commandments, doesn't it? So, don't worry about what the law says concerning things you don't like. We are free here to be Christians, to read our Bibles, to teach the Bible, to get into groups, to talk about Jesus to talk about the kingdom of heaven and to get people to hear the truth and as God directs, they believe in Jesus Christ. We're free to do all of that in this country. Do you understand? So, let's continue in verse 13. For there is no power but of God, so no government but God, puts it in power. He's the one he chose. He does it. He allows it to happen. The powers that be are ordained of God. So whatever government is ruling whatever country or the world at the time is because God wants them in power for some reason. He's ordained it. It's his choice. Verse 2, you understand this very important thing. Verse 2, are you listening, Christian? Are you listening, you political Christians? Get out of politics. Get into your work, which is the kingdom of heaven and the works that Jesus showed us. You show me one place that Jesus got connected with politics. You can't because he didn't. Verse 2, whosoever, you got it, whosoever believer. So Paul is telling the Romans this because he wants them to understand Rome is the power. Rome is your government, fellow brethren in Rome. Okay, understand God made them in power. So whatever they're doing, it's okay with God. He's allowing it to happen. So, whosoever, therefore, resisteth the power, resisteth, the word means to go against, for those that haven't looked it up. Why don't you look it up? Resisteth the power, meaning resist the government. Whoever opposes the government, talks against the government, says bad things against their president, says bad things against their king, their leader, in the government, their prime minister. I don't care what it, what the ruler's name is. Whosoever opposeth goes against the leader in charge, and that includes, guess what, Christians, Satan's system when it gets on earth, the Antichrist, you better not oppose the Antichrist, or Satan, you better not oppose Satan, you better not oppose any of his ministers or people that he has working in his government. Why? Whoever, therefore, resisteth the power, resists the ordin- ordinance of God. You are going against God. So, question? If you're going against God because you're resisting and you're politically active and you're getting into all that nonsense, if you're going against God, who are you with? Who are you working with? There's only two camps, God, the devil. Let's see. It's called the devil. So when you're politically active, when you're dealing in politics, when you have anything to do with the nonsense of the world, politically, governing, any of that stuff, you're working with the devil. Stay out of it. It's none of our business. So, you're opposing God. That's right. Same word, resist this. You're opposing God in God's way of doing things, God's plan. So, what does it say? And they that resist, Okay, if you oppose God, guess what? Shall receive them to themselves damnation. This word damnation it doesn't mean God's going to send you to hell. Even though you will be headed to the lake of fire, definitely. But the word is judgment. Okay? It's talking about you're going to be judged. And when are you going to be judged? Well, very simply... When Jesus returns, Matthew 25, let's take a look at it, Matthew 25. Go back there, hold your place in Romans, Matthew 25. And we're going to look at verse... 41. Then shall he, Jesus, say, this is the day he returns, sets up his kingdom, sets up his judgment seat. Also unto them that are on the left, hands, depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. That's right. You'll be headed to the lake of fire. You're not going into the lake of fire until the white throne judgment. What you're headed to? You're headed to the same place as the devil. Why? Because you're working with the devil. So, Jesus goes on and he explains what it was you didn't do. For I was a hungered and you gave me no meat. That's spiritual meat. I was a thirsty and you gave me no drink. That's spiritual drink. I was a stranger and you took me not in. That's talking about the brethren. Naked and you clothed me not. I didn't do any works and you didn't help me to do any works, to give me spiritual clothing. Sick and in prison and you visited me not. I was in bondage. I was under in the... I, You didn't come visit me. You didn't help me. You didn't talk to me. You didn't spend your time on those that are spiritually sick because they're listening to some nonsense in the church or under some bondage to some cults. What were you what were you doing instead? Oh, you were getting involved in politics. Trying to get the government to obey your laws, to follow your laws. You didn't like their laws, so you didn't, you didn't follow them. And you opposed the government. Just because our law says that we have a right to oppose the government, that's nice, fine. But guess what? That's not our business. So guess what? Get out of politics. Get out of that business. Don't worry about the what the world's doing. Get into doing the works of the kingdom. Jesus just said, "Well, you didn't do any of this." Sorry. And he says at the end, forty six, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. So you see, you're either headed to the lake of fire and destroyed forever, or you're going to receive an an immortal soul and be able to live forever. So that's the judgment. Okay, so let's go back to Romans now. Verse 2, and they, the end, and they that resist shall receive to themselves judgments. You understand? judgment. That's the judgment. Yes. Verse 3. For rulers are not a terror to good works. That's right. If you're doing good works, there isn't a ruler around that's going to go against you. They're not going to say if you're being a good citizen and doing what you're supposed to and following the law of the land. There's not a ruler that's going to go against you. See what it's talking about? It's saying, if you're doing what you're supposed to in the law, then the ruler ain't going to bother you. Guess what that means? It means follow the law. Okay? That's what it's talking about. So, when you go to a country that says no Christianity, no Bibles, and no getting evangelists in there, in evangelizing. Don't do it. Okay? You're working against God and working with Satan. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Of course you will. If you're not going to follow the law, so when you're in these countries that don't want you there, Christian, and you say, oh, I'm not going to... Follow the law, you see. Guess what? You're going to be in fear in those countries, definitely. So I'm not going to follow the law. I'm not going to do what they tell me to do. Well, all you can do is be afraid. Now, as far as I can see here... As far as this um, marriage thing, the Supreme Court has said that they can be married. I don't see anywhere in the law where it says that a pastor has to marry a gay couple, you know, a boy and a boy and a girl and a girl. I don't see it. So, guess what? Don't worry about it. Now, if it ever gets to the point where they say, you know, marriage, you you must marry a gay couple, then get out of being a pastor. That's what I would do. I just do God's work other places. So, if they're going to force you as a pastor to or preacher or priest or whatever to marry a gay couple, then get out of it or marry them. You decide, but you must follow the law, okay until it breaks God's law, you see, then you don't follow the law. So, so what's God's law? Well, that's the Ten Commandments. So if they make you break the commandments, then, as Daniel showed us, we continue to follow the commandments of God. God will take care of you just like he did Daniel. So, so Paul and do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. So if you do, so we know nowadays, it's just you do what the law says, follow the law, do what you're told to do, and you'll be fine. (laughs) The government ain't going to bother you. Actually, you'll be a model citizen And they'll like that, actually. Verse 4, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. So the government has a purpose. All governments have a purpose. Not all governments are really, really bad, you know. They may have bad points. They may have bad laws. They may have bad things that you don't like. But basically what the government does is when there's no government, look at the riots. Look at the riots. The government breaks down. When there is no law enforcement, when the laws are not kept, guess what? You have chaos, all right? So the governing bodies are there because God wants them there, because God doesn't want chaos. Because why? Why? because humans are evil and they're sinners. And if they can get away with doing what they want and bad, they will. So, the government is working for God. So when you're against the government, you're against God. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. That's right. If you're doing something you're not supposed to do, be afraid. For he... Beareth not the sword in vain. So guess what? The government has the power. It's called, in America, police. (laughs) Police power. (laughs) They have the guns, and they're the power. If you don't do what the law says, they are the ones that are going to enforce the law. And that's what Paul's talking about. The ones that have the power to have the weapons, are the ones that are in control. A revenger, uh, for he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. So you understand that what the law is for, what the government is for, is to keep society civil, all right, so that we can walk around in peace and not worry about somebody breaking into our home every five minutes. Oh, well, sure, you have the law breakers, but that's why the police are there. That's why the sheriffs are there. That's why the deputies are there. That's why you have the state police and all the other police forces that there are, it is because there are people that want to break the law. So, guess what, Christian? When you break the law, you're in the same category as the criminals. You understand? Let me say it again. Christians, when you break the law, you're in the same category as the criminals and you deserve to be incarcerated by the policemen. You understand? You're supposed to be a light to this world. So, like Paul says here, In verse 4, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. So God wants the world pretty much to be, you know, civil. He doesn't want a bunch of wildness going on and everybody just do what they want to do. No, you can look back in history. You can look back over the countries and what's in each country today even the ones in Africa and and India and South America and, and any of the places that have, like, jungles and stuff like that, they have a law, they have a governing body, they sure do. Same thing. God wants law. He wants you to do what's right. You understand? And if you don't, then you're going to be Punished. In this world, and as a Christian, Jesus will reject you. It's pretty simple. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath. So Paul says, obey. Obey your government. Obey the law. Don't break it. Not only because you're going to receive punishment by the world, but also for conscience sake, because we're supposed to be a light to this World. We're going to stop there and we'll pick it up next time.